0: Welcome to Ghostwriter a Bravo Book Club. I'm your host, Corinne Prevost, and today's book is an amazing one. I'm super excited. It's Secrets of the Southern Bell How to Be Nice, Work Hard, Look Pretty, Have Fun, and Never Have an Off Moment by Phaedra Parks. Is anyone else missing Phaedra Parks this season on Atlanta? I really am. I miss Phaedra and I miss Sheree. I thought Phaedra was hysterical. And who knows, it seems like she might be coming back. Nene brought her, as a surprise to Andy, to the infamous baby shower in L.A., so we never know who's going to pop back up. And I don't know, I'm hearing a lot of mixed things about this season of Atlanta. Some people are loving it. I mean, to me, even a bad episode of Atlanta is better than a good episode of Beverly Hills or Orange County these days. I mean, we've had some really—some of these franchises are lackluster— um, so I just feel the personalities on Atlanta are amazing. Everyone's a comedian in their own right, so I still love it. But it does feel a little disjointed, like some people are on their own show. It like, feels like Porsche's kind of doing her own show. Nini's doing her own show. And Nini's just gotten, I've always loved her, and she's an OG. But, I mean, this behavior is crazy. And I can't wait for the reunion to find out if she really grabbed Portia's belt off her dress and was trying to hit her with it or what the story is with that. And then I also read on Crazy Days and Crazy Nights that her and Greg break up at the reunion and Greg begs her to stay with him. So we'll see. I think like in two weeks, we'll find out if that is really, or maybe one week, we'll find out what is really going on with that. And I know on Watch What Happens Live, she unfollowed Andy on some social media platforms and I guess she unfollowed all of her castmates including Cynthia Bailey which is surprising so we will see okay so let's get to the book so this book reminds me a lot of Class with the Countess it's a spicier funner southern version and it really made me get excited for the prospect of Phaedra returning to the show I mean who doesn't want to check in with Mr. President and Prince and see what those two are up to all right here we go so southerners draw a veil over unpleasantness. If someone asks you a rude question like was that expensive? You can say my husband certainly thought so. And here are some a few southern insults if you want to get creative while you're insulting people. Southern insults instead of saying that bitch. You can say poor thing, bless her heart. She doesn't know any better and well, she tries. So now when my son, who's four, starts, uh, you know, saying, oh, so-and-so's not listening or so-and-so did this or that, I always tell him, maybe they're still learning. They're still learning, so maybe I can give him one of these instead. Okay, so if someone's, instead of saying, she's a tramp, you can say, she's such a free spirit. I love that one. Instead of saying, he's unemployed, you can say, he's finding himself. Um, If someone's dressed impeccably, you can say, you are casket ready, which I love. Uh, It's kind of funny, like, why do you wear your best clothes when life is over? Okay. Um, If the paternity is questionable, you can say, I hope the baby looks like the dad. That's pretty funny. Um, Instead of she's a drunk, hot mess, she brought the party with her. Instead of she's a stripper, this is my favorite one, she models shoes. <laughs> instead of she dates only old men, you can say, oh, her, she's a nurse in training. Instead of she's an escort, you can say, she's a professional dater. And instead of he's ugly, you can say, "Ooh, hope he's got money. Um. And then she mentioned this about table manners, which I totally forgot and it is really helpful, is, and you guys probably already have done this, but um, if you make a B with your left hand and then a D with your right hand over the table, B on the left is for bread, D is for drink. I had been taught that when I was young, but I just re- you know was reminded of it reading this book. And Southern Bells apparently do not get inebriated in public. I went to school in the South, and I guess the girls I was in school with were not Bells because they were getting all the way fucked up at East Carolina. Okay. All bells should have monogram stationery. You know what? I've been looking to get some monogram stationery myself just to be all the way official. And what I did find was some overstock Kate Spade uh, stationery that just has the letter C on it at TJ Maxx in the checkout aisle. So, you know what? We can work with every budget, I guess, here. Um, And then this is a good tip, I think, to collect gifts, like just keep a bunch of gifts in your house for whenever you're going to a party or whatever. I don't know. I never used to have to buy so many gifts in my entire life until I had a kid, and it's like a birthday party every 48 hours. So I just go to, like, this cheap store called Below Zero, which is an amazing store, and I just get, like, a sack of toys for 60 bucks, and just keep them in my garage, and then I just go ahead and throw them in and just buy all that gift wrap and all those – Not, I don't do gift wrap. I do those um, bags, tissue paper, all that stuff – from TJ Maxx. Does anyone else love TJ Maxx as much as me? Does TJ Maxx want to be a sponsor? I don't know if they even have money to do sponsorships. All right. Um, Never drink beer from a bottle. Another hot tip from Phaedra. Don't wear white to another woman's wedding. Um, Yeah, guys, my friend's wife wore a completely white dress to my wedding with white satin pointy toe heels, and she had like a white satin flower in her hair. Okay, so... (sighs) Don't do that. Um, Oh, and this I kind of like just because I'm lazy and I don't like to get up, is if you're at a party that has an open bar, never go to the bar at a party. Send a man to go get your drink because apparently in the South, it's not a good look to be hanging out at the bar. Okay. Again, I think the girls in the South, a lot of them missed the boat on that one. But I just don't like – when you're in heels, who wants to get up and walk? I mean – if you, why do for yourself what, what someone else can do for you? So I'll take that one. I told my husband already. I'm like, I'm not going to be going to the bar anymore, so just FYI. Okay, story time, guys. I once met this woman from Detroit who just couldn't stop complimenting my husband and had the nerve to attempt to have a private conversation with him related to our company in an effort to sway him to work with her. So she never calls out Kenya Moore by name, but that's her little Kenya story. A woman from Detroit I love it by the way Kenya Moore's baby is so cute and I'm happy for her even though I don't want her back on the show ever um and we've all heard like faux pas I didn't realize that faux pas literally translates a false step I don't know you guys probably are way more sophisticated than I am and know that but I didn't know that all right another little story from Phaedra this is so funny okay I offended the mother of one of my best friends once by booking some exotic entertainment at this friend's birthday party. My friend loved the anatomically exceptional dancer, but the mother was livid. Now, do you guys remember, I want to say this is like season four, maybe three or four, where, um, God, what was that guy's name? Um, I forget. The exotic dancer who was so talented that he could actually uh, suck his own member and uh, they saw him in Miami, but then Phaedra booked him for the party, for one of uh, Candy's birthday parties, and Mama Joyce was disgusted and upset. I mean, I think that's like, I'm pretty open, but that's, that's, a, that's too much for me, too. Um, but what I find really interesting about that is that Mama Joyce was clutching her pearls on that, but doesn't Candy have an entire bedroom Candy line of dildos and vibrators and lubricants and sex toys and all these other products. It seems like that would offend her, but I guess it's different when she's getting uh, her percentage. (laughs) She doesn't seem to mind. And then if on that note, we all saw the dungeon episode. Mama Joyce should really be clutching her pearls, getting upset. But again, if it makes Mama Joyce money, I don't think that it's really too much of an issue for her. Okay. Another quote from Phaedra. I want Apollo and me to celebrate our 50th anniversary. And I guess she says when they – because this book was written pre-divorce – when they argue and, or he you know, points out something, one of her flaws, then she says, I remind him that his ATVs and motorcycles take up space in the garage, which I found hysterical. Why don't we – I need to follow up. We need to figure out whatever happened to those ATVs and motorcycles because that was a big storyline was that he was trying to hide them from the feds because everything was getting repossessed and he asked Todd and Candy to keep them in their garage and Todd and Candy had them in their garage and I guess the feds ended up coming to their house and Candy thought that Phaedra had called the authorities to let them know that they were at her house. I mean, that was a real tough situation because you got to go with your girlfriend on that one. But then Todd was friends with Apollo, so I understand he wants to help him out. But, I mean, I'm all about helping a friend out until we start breaking the law. Then I have to stop. But I wonder, did they get the ATVs? Did they get it? And it's kind of fascinating to me. I wonder how Phaedra and Apollo did their finances because it seemed that nothing of hers got repossessed. So it must have been super, super separate. They didn't take the house. She's still living in that house. So I don't know. I'm very curious about that. But we're going to shed some more light on that because I just ordered the book um, Lies of a Real Housewife by Sharon. I forget her last name. I have to look it up. But she's the woman who alleges that Phaedra is in on the whole scam and all this illegal activity and that her and Apollo and Phaedra, the three of them, all work together together um in this criminal enterprise which has been my theory all along because I just think Phaedra is way too intelligent to not know what's going on under her own roof and I I don't know okay beauty let's get to the beauty part most bells are happy with a discreet American manicure have you guys ever heard of an American manicure I I don't I've never heard of this so I had to look it up it's basically a French manicure but it's, more, it's a more natural version of a French manicure. So everything kind of looks off-white, pink, as opposed to the delineation that you get that's kind of a little bit aesthetically harsh on a French manicure. So next time I'm, I'm going to get an American manicure, and I'll let you know how it goes. Um, okay, here we go. Phaedra quote. I've let myself be talked into some garish choices, like the crystals on my eyes at Aiden's Christening. Oh my God, do you guys remember the crystals that she had on her eyelids? And I don't know if the crystals were just glued to her eyelids or if they were part of a false eyelash because I have fallen prey to this as well. One time I bought a fake eyelash strips with little crystals on them and I just thought I was something special and my friends were like, you look fucking insane, woman. Um, so, and that look was just, it was that white or that like baby blue thick iridescent eyeliner and then she had all those roses like I don't know she had like a dozen roses in her head I mean I, I don't remember if the roses I think they were white but that was really not one of her best looks but it's fun to go back and watch old episodes because you can see how they have evolved and they've gotten stylists and nose jobs and new clothes and Botox and new wigs I mean from season one to season 10 of any franchise it's like who are these bitches you can't recognize them That's the whole funny thing now, too. I always joke with my friend Clarissa about if people use their Instagram pictures or use these pictures, you know, how they look now, I mean, we would not be able to find people with all the filters they put on themselves. And then also, if you use, if you use an old, you use NeNe season one picture and you sent the police to go find her, they're not going to find her. If they see NeNe now, they're not going to know who that is. Same with Kim Zolciak. I mean, same with a lot of these women. It's amazing, the transformations. I'm not hating. Hey, if you can look better, why not? Okay. Do you guys remember when she was hanging out at the church a lot and Phaedra was training to be um, her mortuary sciences? She was talking about having a prayer cloth, which is a fine fabric the size of a placemat edged in lace that you make yourself. And oh, the bigger you are, the bigger it is. And this is to um, put over your skirt if your skirt's a little short so that you don't distract the men in the church from Jesus, her words. Okay. So here are some items that you need in your home to be a Southern Belle. And I'm going to tell you which ones I still need to get. All right. Lint roller. Got it. Glue gun. I need to replace mine; mine Just broke. Double-sided tape. I have like that fashion tape. Does anyone, that fashion tape never works for me. It never, it just like lasts for like an hour. A steamer. I have a mini steamer, okay. I've always wanted that, like, huge steamer. I used to work in fashion, and those huge ones that roll around are amazing. It's way better than ironing. Hot rollers, which I did get some. I got some after I was watching that show Unreal, which is the the behind-the-scenes of The Bachelor, and they all had hot rollers, and I ordered them after a few glasses of wine on Amazon. And I have to say, great purchase. A strapless bra. Again, I have some, but I feel like they never work. A full-length mirror, of course. A craft basket. I don't know what that exactly means. I have a craft cart, but it's stuff for my son. I'm not, like, out here making people gifts with it. I mean, I don't want homemade gifts, so I'm not going to give – I like gifts from Bloomingdale, so that's – you know, I'm not going to get anyone else a homemade gift. All right. A sewing kit. No, thank you. Um, Seasonal decor. All right. I was raised that you just decorate for Christmas, and that's it. Now, I have a four-year-old little boy who is all the way fabulous, and he thinks that I should decorate this house for every single flipping holiday. Not only should I decorate the house, but he also thinks I need to get separate decorations for his room, preferably light up ones so that he can have a, you know, a ho-ho-ho light up sign and his own tree at Christmas. He has a Ghost that says boo, light up sign for Halloween. He demanded that I put hearts all over his room for Valentine's Day. I mean, it is really, it's it's getting super old. Um, but I guess he's a southern belle perhaps. And a hidden TV. Okay, I agree with this. I hate the way TVs look from a design aesthetic point of view. I just think they're so ugly. So we actually have a projector which has its own challenge because I have an entire blank wall that everyone walks in and says, oh, you should put a painting on there. I'm like, no, I shouldn't. It's where I watch TV. So I highly recommend a projector television. It is like being at the movies every night. It's amazing. Okay. And you don't need a screen. You can just put it on the wall. Okay. So these are some items that you'll never catch Phaedra wearing, but you probably will catch me wearing a few of these. Birkenstocks. Yes, I have two pairs. All denim. Also, I'm Puerto Rican and we sometimes call that a Puerto Rican tuxedo, but they call it a Canadian tuxedo, whatever. Um, I have been known to wear a jean jacket and jeans in the past. I've grown as as a woman and as a person since then, so I've stopped doing that. Polar fleece, okay? A naughty nurse costume. When I read naughty nurse costume, I just have this memory singed in my head of Phaedra in some kind of naughty nurse costume. I'm like, she has to have worn a naughty nurse costume at some point. And I searched and scoured the interwebs, and I could not find a picture of that. Harem pants. Okay, I did wear harem pants for a little while, but I'm done with that as well. Camouflage. God, remember when Jennifer Aniston started wearing those like cargo camouflage pants and then eventually they trickle down to the pores at Old Navy and that's when I got mine and we were all about camouflage. It's not a good look. I agree. Okay. Daisy Dukes. I do not have the legs for those so I don't have to worry about that. Footed pajamas. Um I don't have any but I'm not opposed to them for Christmas. White pantyhose. Amen to that. Or a flannel nightgown. Okay. Does anyone really wear Does the modern woman wear, like, real pajamas anymore? I just wear loungewear, like, Gap loungewear that, I don't know. I don't know who's what people are wearing to bed, but I feel like no one really wears real pajamas. Everyone wears, like, leggings and, like, yoga lounge stuff now, but what do I know? Okay, manners. If the hostess happily packs up to-go plates, accept it with a smile and a cheery compliment. Otherwise, don't ask for leftovers. The only exception is if you have the charm of a prince and the face of a god like my husband. (sighs) I mean, she was in it deep, guys. She was so in love. I do have to say, I do think that Apollo is, if he's not the best-looking house husband of all time, he's up there. The other one that was really, really hot was um, Roman, Joanna Krupa's, ex-husband now they broke up from real housewives of miami okay when real housewives of miami was on i absolutely loved it i watched all three seasons and i did not understand why it got canceled so recently i was looking to make up some trivia questions and i was like let me rewatch some old miami episodes and it actually wasn't that good in hindsight but i think a anything in miami is super fun i loved when um I don't know if you guys ever watched Basketball Wives, but the, my, it started in Miami, and that was great. And then also, I had never seen, we hadn't had, like, all Latina Housewives before, and I'm Hispanic, and I was super excited about that. So, I don't know. I rewatched it, it's not great. But Leah Black is amazing. It had some great characters on there. Okay. These are things that a Southern gentleman always does. Finally, let's put some restraints on the men, not just us. Okay. A southern gentleman always has clean language, picks up the check, brings gifts, opens every door, and carries every package. Okay, guys, I did luck out. I married, I did marry a southern gentleman, and he actually pretty much does all of these. So, yeah. I hate to carry shit. Like, that's, I just refuse to carry anything. Um,. If I I wear a fanny pack, a leather fanny pack now from Rebecca Bankoff. I just hate carrying anything. My son is luckily old enough. He has his own backpack. I'm like, you want to bring it? I'm not carrying it for you. Okay. Um, And then for the end of the book, I looked at the acknowledgments, and she thanks Candy Burris. And I don't know where they are now. When we left off, it's hard to keep up with all the fights these girls get in, but I think that they were not speaking. And then this is the very last, last, last part of the acknowledgments in her book ready? The power of love is nothing short of miraculous. I am reminded of this every day with my husband, Apollo Nidia. None of this would have been possible without you. I think that everything is possible without Apollo for Phaedra. I think she was doing great before she met Apollo. I think she is a dynamic character on her own. I mean, maybe she couldn't have had those gorgeous children but that's about it i don't think that uh she could write this book without apollo's help and i don't think apollo is a southern gentleman how about that i think he's a little bit of a criminal but what i heard was that him and joe judici were both at the same prison for a while and they got buddy buddy i don't understand why people shift prisons so much it's kind of kind of i guess overcrowding and all that it's kind of crazy but I guess the latest with Judici, to my understanding, is that he um, his time served is up, and they want to deport him, but he's trying to appeal the deportation. So I guess he was released from prison, but then picked up by ICE, and now they have him in some kind of in-between holding cell situation to see if the government is going to let him appeal this deportation or take it to trial, or I'm not sure how that works, or if they're just gonna go ahead and deport him. If you get deported, I wonder if they just buy your ticket for you, or you have to go on Travelocity or Expedia, um, how that kind of works, because that sounds expensive for taxpayers to be paying for all those. Inter- I mean, who else? I want a free flight to Italy, I had to pay. Actually, I went to Italy in August, and we were in Rome flying back to LAX, and our flight was so cheap that I was petrified. I'm like, there's no way there's a seat for us on this plane. I think my husband paid like two, not I think it was around $200 for each of us one way from Rome, Italy, direct flight to LAX. That's, that's too cheap. And I read this thing on the plane one time that said, with tickets being so cheap, it's because... They're not doing the proper maintenance and because there's not enough people on staff and basically how you're going to end up in a plane crash if you just keep getting these cheap-ass tickets. So that's really scary, especially with the recent uh, flight that went, or I think it's two flights that went down overseas this past week. So guys, exciting news is that I'm finally on iTunes, so I'm going to get my shit together for this podcast once and for all. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Clarissa Butler. She helped me. I am like... Do not understand technology at all. I've actually been trying to set up a printer for like five days, and there's a better chance of me building a rocket and going to the moon than of printing out a Word document. Like, it's just not gonna happen. Um, so, I went to the library, and my next book that I was going to recap was the Jill Zarin, the book that Jill Zarin wrote with her mom. I think it's called Secrets of a Jewish Mother or Lessons of a Jewish Mother. It is just too fricking boring. I can't even just get it. It's just super stupid. It's her and her sister and her mom. And I was never like really feeling Jill Zarin's mom. I thought she was just, thought she was wiser than she was. I thought she was kind of condescending. I, I just wasn't into the whole thing. So I might just see if I can find a nugget or two in that book and tell you guys if there's anything you need to know. But it barely has any housewife's juice. And I want, you know, I want all that information. I would love to learn about Jill's first marriage with Allie's father and that divorce and how she met uh Bobby. May he rest in peace, but now Jill got a lot of flack because she got a new boyfriend. I mean, it seems like pretty immediately after her husband died now. I don't know. My husband and I talk about this all the time. If I pass away, I want him to have a new boy, a new wife or a girlfriend, whatever, husband, whatever he wants, whatever direction he wants to go in, by, you know, within a month. I mean, you got to keep it moving. And I'm going to get back out there too, right? You just got to keep it moving and listen. Got to do what you got to do. But I'm so excited. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who gave me a five-star review on iTunes. You guys are amazing. Um, Next book, I believe, will be Angela Stanton's book, Lies of a Real Housewife, to expose Phaedra. And I'm also going to throw in some non-Bravo books that are just celebrity interesting books. So I'm thinking now with Leaving Neverland, which I hope you guys are all watching it on HBO. I've watched part one. It's a, it's hard. It's hard to watch, especially if you have kids. So it took me three sittings to watch part one. I have not gotten to part two yet. But um, I listened to the Oprah, Oprah had the after show with um, Wade and I cannot remember the other guy's name, uh, Safe, Safe Chuck is his last name, but uh, she also has it as a podcast, so I kind of enjoyed it more as a podcast. If you want to just listen to them talking while you clean the bathroom, which is what I did, then uh, that's a great idea. So yeah, I think I'm going to do maybe like Corey Feldman's book, Choreography, And just some other, uh, maybe some true crime, mostly like celebrity-based books. So let me know on Instagram if there's any really fun, scandalous celebrity books that you're interested in. And maybe like every fourth book, I'll mix it up with, you know, a Corey Felds. Oh, Denise Richards. I'm going to get Denise Richards' book soon too. So yeah. Well, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'll have a guest next week so that you don't have to just listen to me and we have no sponsors so we have no commercials all right bye guys